Fringe Radio, your trusted source for the paranormal, conspiracy theory, and true crime. Coming to you live from the Mistopheles Studios in Stark Fringe Radio. I try to move my body Welcome, everyone, to Dark Fringe Radio. I am your host, Will Martinez, and, of course, here with my co-host, as always, Jay Colosi. Jay, what's going on, brother? What's up, friends, neighbors, Dark Fringers? There's oh, sirs. boy. There we go. Yeah, that's that's sirs. a good way. Sirs. Yeah. Sirs, sirs, ma'ams. <laughs> well, thems, of course, them. Yeah, yeah, you got to be careful these days. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> be careful. Be careful. <laughs> well, listen, uh, thanks for joining us again at another edition of Dark Fringe Radio, your number one spot for the conspiratorial, paranormal, and true crime. And uh, we have a wonderful podcast uh, scheduled for you guys tonight. We're going to be talking about the most wicked women in history uh, here, Jay. So we're going to be talking about some pretty pretty nasty ladies uh, not the ones you want to bring back to mom obviously so we're going to get into that and a whole lot more here in a little bit but of course uh jay where can everybody uh check us out as far as if they want to listen to us and uh, get all our information at dark fringe radio well you can find us anywhere you can find podcasts William. you can find us on stitcher you can find us on spotify you can find us on itunes I, you can find us on google play you can find us anywhere you like to get that podcast content, but if you really want to get it from the horse's mouth, if you really want it where mm-hmm. it's at its most potent, then yes. you got to go directly to darkfringeradio.com, get it right from the website. We've got all of our, our episodes. We've got uh, tutorials. We've got great things from Will. He's been putting up some cool things about some uh, movies. We've got some other yep. cool stuff coming. So mm-hmm. that is where you go directly if you want to get it from the source. There you go. Darkfringeradio.com. Jay couldn't say it better myself. And of course, check us out on YouTube. That helps us out a lot too. Uh, if you want to see our smiling faces and put, you know, obviously a face to the to the voice, uh, you can do that at YouTube uh, forward slash Darkfringeradio. So make sure you go ahead and check us out there. Uh, tonight, Jay, of course, I can't, uh, I can't go into a, a podcast without, you know, some Dark Fringe news, man. Um, you, you know, you ready for some Dark Fringe news, man? Always. All right. For 15 years, I've been trying to teach you how to write a lead. Do I have to do everything myself? Get the story? Write the story? We'll do it live! Fuck it! Fuck it. I was looking at the James Brown wig. Yeah. Fucking thing sucks! That's your kind of thing, Maria. You love to win it yourself. Sometimes, yeah. I, I can. Take- Nasty. Confucius, I do not think the story had much validity. All right. All right, Jay. So uh, tonight for Dark Fringe News, I got a couple things that I wanted to share. Uh, first off, um, a pretty interesting thing, um, piece of information that came out of Mexico last week. Uh, shapeshifter filmed by security camera in Mexico. So um, let me give a little bit of a backstory here, Jay, and uh, we'll actually show the clip here in a second, too, as well. Uh, but a perplexing piece of security camera footage 
uh, from Mexico shows what appears to be a shapeshifter that transforms from an animal into a person. Uh, the strange scene reportedly unfolded in the garage of a home in the city of Nava, and the video of the eerie incident was subsequently posted to TikTok last week. In the footage, a man can be seen cleaning some you know, chairs uh, around this little garage, and his dog wanders around the room, Jay. Suddenly, the animal's attention is drawn to the door of the garage, where a dark form resembling a four-legged creature seemingly manifested thin out of the air. And uh, when the man goes to investigate Jay, uh, what is a disturbed dog basically oddly appears, this thing just appears to just shrink and transform into something else completely entirely different. So uh, I want to show the clip here, Jay. And then you tell me what you see. Uh, I'm not going to play any audio, but I'm just going to play the uh, the video here. And um, let's see here. Boom, 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 boom. Jay, can you see the screen? I can. Okay, so there's a car there. You see a little garage? I do. Okay, I want to go ahead and play here. You see the guy to the left here standing where the... I do. Cursors right here. You're going to see something in this area right here. Okay. Okay. Keep your eye on this area. In this area, you're going to see the dog come up and you'll see from what happens there. Okay. Actually, here's the dog. Okay. Here's the dog here. And look back here, Jay. Right there. Dog goes to investigate. It's like it's on all fours, like a dog, and then it transforms into like a person. He obviously sees got something there, obviously, and he doesn't. He's not sure what he's looking at, and obviously goes back inside and is like, "Fuck this," and so is the dog too. So. Pretty interesting. Oh, look, 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 look at the form. And now it's walking. And you could see it was a solid form because there was a, a shadow that formed with it. Yeah. And see, here's a nice close-up right there, Jay, of that showing basically it on all fours, like almost like a dog, and then it turns into like a human. Well, anyways, Jay, um, yeah, I just wanted to share that video. Although it, it's really hard to decipher what the man saw, the encounter clearly left him shaken, you know. And uh, that wasn't obviously something that you would, you know, normally see on an everyday basis. Um, while he's gone, the particular form appears to transform into a person, then leaves the scene. Uh, the man returns with his wife, and the mystifying uh, entity is nowhere to be found. Since being posted online, the video has been quickly gone viral in Mexico, and many suggesting that it could actually be a folkloric shapeshifter known as a Nahual, and the others have argued that the uh, scoop uh, the spooky interloper was actually a witch so yeah jay um some freaky shit happening over there in mexico what do you think about that video footage i i don't know i'm not, not right. anything really it's kind of it's really though, hard right? to tell what it could be it's so far off yeah. and grainy it's so dark i mean I it could be anything maybe it is shapeshifter maybe it is yeah. a witch maybe it's chupacabra 
Who knows? <laughs> could be anything. It could be anything. Could be Trump. Who knows? That's right. Who? There you go. Oh boy, that's scary. That's, that's scary saying. right there. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Right? All right what would you yeah. rather, What would you rather have on your doorstep? I don't know. Quite honestly, I don't know. I don't know. Um, well, listen, that brings me to the second thing I wanted to bring out to here tonight, Jay. Mysterious rubble felt in South Florida, not from an earthquake. I'm not sure if you heard about this or not, Jay, but um, from North Broward County all the way down to the Keys, residents in several parts of the region reported feeling a rumbling Friday afternoon that made them wonder if there might have been an earthquake or a sonic boom. Uh, the cause of mysterious rumble has not been determined, but the U.S. Geological Society tells Local 10 News that it wasn't an earthquake. So the seismographs did not go off. Uh, but we got reports of people experiencing shaking in the South Florida area around 1.15 p.m., said Paul Caruso of the USGS uh, Geophysicist uh, Society. Our computers did not locate any earthquakes automatically, so we looked at all the seism uh, seismometers and we did not detect any earthquake activity. In the past, military jets breaking the sound barrier have caused similar reports in South Florida. Jay, we're all very familiar with that, obviously living here. Um, one viewer in Miami spotted a military jet flying north to south unusually low, uh, which can explain a lot, but at this point, local authorities are still trying to confirm what caused the unusual shake? So, uh, no injuries or damage have been reported, uh, but it created quite a stir for unsuspecting residents. Viewers in several Broward County cities, as far as north as Coconut Creek, called our newsroom to report uh, what they felt after 1 p.m. Calls also came from Weston, Sunrise, Plantation, Margaret, and Tamarack. Uh, some people in Miami-Dade were also reporting the feeling of something strange, including West Kendall, Doral, and Pinecrest. And um, also emergency dispatchers in the Florida Keys were also taking calls. So, um, yeah, uh, Jay, they don't know what's going on here. All of a sudden, they feel a rumbling here in South Florida. They said there's no earthquake. There was no sonic boom. They have no real answer for it. So, what do you think? Taco I mean, Tuesday. <laughs> Taco Tuesday. Everybody was gassy. Nobody wanted to admit it. That's all. Is that what it was? Is that what it was? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Well, Let's see what's going on. I don't know. Could it be that our ocean and Earth's crust are hotter than they've ever been? Mm -hmm. And there's, you know, all kinds of environmental problems happening. And mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. could be, I don't know, something like that. Something, something like that. Something like Maybe. that. Possibly. Well, they say that they report a lot of UFO activity in the water now, Jay. You know, people don't really realize that, you know. People say that a lot of UFOs come in and out of the sea. So, you know, there's been reports of that. You know, who knows if that could create something, you know what I mean, coming in and out? Could be Chupacabra. Could be Chupacabra. <laughs> Donald Trump. Could have been Donald Trump, actually. Oh, actually could have been, right? <laughs> yeah, it's current, it currently like, had not in Florida, right? We uh, we don't extradite, right? We don't extradite. No, no, we don't. <laughs> Oh, Jesus, Jay. Well, uh, that's it for Dark Fringe News. Um, actually, I wanted to do something uh, a little bit off topic here because I got a very interesting email here, Jay. So this okay. is a little bit of a um, something different that I'm going to do here tonight. Cool, I'm but, in. Uh, yeah, it's a little bailback thing. So we actually got an email from a guy by the name of Jerry Greenstein. Does that name sound any kind of familiar to you, Jay? No. Okay. So, and that's okay, but we did a podcast on a guy called the Mighty Adam, Joe Greenstein. I do. Okay. I, I, so, remember, I remember that Mighty Adam one, yeah. Yes. So check this out. We get an email literally last week. Here it goes. 
I viewed your podcast yesterday about my dad, the mighty Adam. Thank you for helping keep his memory and legend alive. You are both respectful, which is appreciated, but some of your information wasn't correct. Uh, this is where he goes on to say. He was 5'4 and uh, tall and weighed 148 at his best. No, we're not denying that fact at all. He, he yes. wasn't a big guy, definitely. He uh, married in Poland, not in the States. I guess we've reported that okay. he married in the States. Um, and the wrestler who took him in was called Champion Volcano. Um, okay. I am the last of his 10 children at 94, but no longer performing. Uh, 10 years ago, my brother Mike pulled a car with his teeth on America's Got Talent's third season. He was 93 at the time, but he has since passed at 95 almost eight years ago. Wow. Uh, thank you for keeping, again, keeping his memory and legend alive, Mr. Jerry Adam Greenstein. Oh, that's awesome. Right? Oh, Isn't that thank you. Cool? Well, that is amazing. Uh, thank you for setting us straight. We, we try to do yeah. the best we can with getting the information we can. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we are not investigative journalists. Um, <laughs> By no stretch of the imagination. <laughs> uh, no, we are publicly yeah. educated. So yeah, that's yeah, yeah. You need to know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but we find interesting topics, and uh, especially yeah. I found um, I found great great coordination. I, I found a great symbiosis with it because uh, I'm five James feet five, three four. tall. I'm <laughs> I'm 141 pounds uh, as of this morning. Yeah. Uh, but you know, I was I was a pretty decent wrestler back in my day, and I have always been. And this is just William Wool attest. I, I'm yeah. I'm stronger than I look. Mm -hmm. No, yeah, absolutely. So uh, I, it, it, yeah, it was it was cool because I'm like, I wake up on a Saturday morning and my eyes are all crusty, right? And I'm like, who the fuck is this guy? That's I'm cool. like, and I start to read it. And I'm like, holy shit, this is the guy's cool. fucking son. That's so yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. Thanks so much, Jerry. Uh, we really appreciate it, and thanks for your correspondence. I sent him something really uh, back, really nice, and you know, telling him that you know we apologize for not having some of the information correct, but we're more than happy to you know make that correction, which Absolutely. we're doing now. So, Absolutely, yeah, yeah. That's a, a little little thing I wanted to bring cool. up here, Jay, uh, for the mailbag. But uh, that's going to bring us to another part of the podcast that uh, a lot of people love here, Jay. It's what the f Florida man. Are you ready for some what the f Florida man? Oh, I'm always ready for what the F Florida man. Let's do it. Florida man. A Florida man. A Florida man. A Florida man. Now to the town of Sefton, Florida, near Tampa, where last night the earth opened up as it does increasingly, and this time it swallowed a 37-year-old man as he slept in his home. A man accused of destroying a liquor store in Okaloosa County told police he was in Alice in Wonderland. Matthew Horace Jones also said a caterpillar smoking a hookah told him to do it. A man calls 911 while Collier County Sheriff's deputies are chasing him, and he says Donald Trump, our president, is his personal friend, a close one at that. A Lake Worth man is uh, not too happy. He's accused of getting violent when waiters at a restaurant told him they weren't giving away free pizza. Covering Florida this morning, a Key West man is behind bars. Investigators say he was caught with a large amount of cocaine hidden in this Cookie Monster doll. There we go. And uh, Jay, what do you have for us this week for What the F Florida Man? What the F Florida Man? Actually, uh, going along with kind of the theme of the podcast, uh, yes, it is women. What the F Florida Woo Man. Oh, boy. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right, Jay. You're going to go ahead and share with the fair sex. Uh, okay. For for my money, for my money, the stronger <laughs> portion of the, the of the species. Uh-oh. For my money. There you go. Uh, so, and I have two stories tonight. 
Let's go. First title. Woman breezes past Walmart checkout because she thought guard was trying to holler at her. <laughs> hey, hey, gotta holler, gotta holler. <laughs> I mean, it is Florida. Yeah, so you just gonna take, you're going to take all the groceries with you because somebody was trying to holler at you. It's possible. Yeah, it's possible, right? Yeah, it's yeah. possible. I may have once walked up to a McDonald's drive-thru and threatened somebody for offering someone I was dating extra fries. It's possible. Uh, he wanted some shake with that fries, huh? Allegedly. Allegedly. Uh-oh. Florida woman hurls sausage at gas station cashier during heated argument. Woo. Woo-hoo-hoo-hoo. So, so let's go let's go to the second one real quick. You know those gas station sausages, those are on like rollers. Those things are hot, bro. They are hot. But but when you're already in a heated argument, man, mm-hmm. you're already out like that, right? Okay. So, yeah. Florida woman hurls sausage at gas station cashier during heated argument, deputy say. Mm-hmm. Marion, Florida. It's always Marion. Marion. It's always Marion. The Asia Cobb was arrested and charged with battery and disorderly conduct after an incident that unfolded last Wednesday at the Quick King gas station at 3511 Northeast 36th Ave in Ocala, according to the rest of the arrest affidavit. There you go. David. I don't know why that's so David. David. Two it. F's apparently are cooking for me, <laughs> Jeff The cashier told deputies that the incident the incident started when Cobb confronted her, uh-huh. saying uh, she could have handled her two transactions at once. Uh, the two reportedly shouted racial slurs at once one another. Mm. Always a good time. Classy. Always a good time. Very classy. Causing the verbal altercation to turn physical. Mm-hmm. That's when Cobb allegedly grabbed a sausage from the hot tray with its tongs. Smart. Nice. She grabbed with the tongs. Good. Yeah. <laughs> Get on, ninja. Uh. She uh, hurled them both. <clears throat> Two prong attack. Hey, it's American uh, ghetto ninja right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just, I mean, I can just see the sausage and the tongs. Yeah, take the 7 Eleven sausage and throw it through the circle. <laughs> Seriously. And just the, the, <laughs> the juice flying off of it. Oh, nose. Gross. <laughs> yeah. Huh. Yeah, so the sausage hit, hit the cashier uh, in the right wrist and the tongs in the right leg uh, as <laughs> Cobb left the score. As Cobb left the store, the cashier grabbed the sausage off the floor, <laughs> went outside, and threw it at Cobb's car. Because fuck you. There you go. That's right. <laughs> uh, Cobb retaliated by throwing a coke can yep. uh, she had had in her car uh, that she just pur- purchased after the sausage. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, man. Wow. Yeah. Well, you know, good things happen. You know. <laughs> what can oh, you do? What can you do? You, do? you know, you, you maybe get the frustration the- from the cashier. You know, you know, you get shit on all day, all day get, long, all day. You got nasty ass customers. You know, coming in there with attitude all the time. You know, and then you got this fucking witch comes in and throws a fucking sausage at you. I mean, and a can of Coke, man. Yeah, Ooh. yeah, 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 yeah. Do you know how bad that? Do you know how bad that hurts to get hit with a can of Coke? Yeah, that hurts. That it's hurts. not a good time. No, 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 no. Wow, not a good time at all. <laughs> so uh, let's go back to our first lady. What, what's going yeah. on with that one? Yeah, yeah. What happened with her? So, thank you, Tablet. 
Florida woman breezes past Walmart checkout because she thought guard was trying to holler at her. Debbie is saying. That's great. That's <laughs> Marion County, Florida. Again. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> Florida woman was arrested for leaving Walmart without paying for her items because she thought the security guard was trying to holler at her. Mm-hmm. Uh, according to the Mary County Sheriff's Officer. Uh, Catherine Ebbs, who was arrested and charged with uh, petite retail theft for the incident uh, that unfolded last Thursday at Walmart on 34th Baja Avenue in Ocala. No. Uh, she was the the asset protection specialist. Oh, so she was the uh, person who watches out for the shit. So someone watching out for the shit. Uh told the deputies that she identified the 34-year-old woman trying to leave the store without paying for her items, and she refused to go back into uh, to check out for them. Uh, the surveillance footage shows Walmart, uh, shows as she leaves, as Evs... <clears throat> Rewind. Let's start from the beginning. <laughs> surveillance footage from Walmart shows Eves walking around the store for about three hours before walking into the tire center passing several cash registers and leaving in the store. Uh, thank you very much. She just yeah. walking right out the door. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody's trying to holler at her. The only other, yeah, the security guard was trying to holler because she's leaving. Yeah. The hey, pay <laughs> yeah. for your shit lady. <laughs> Spent three hours walking around. You know, you right. just get a pack of gum. Right. 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 I'm not trying to get your number. I'm just trying to get you to fucking pay for your shit. I'm trying to get the number <laughs> on your credit card. Right. Exactly. For the register. <laughs> wow. Wow. Uh, so the asset protection specialist, the person watching out for the shit, uh, tried to talk to her, yelling at her several times to go back inside. Uh, that's when she yelled back at him and walked away. Uh, in the post-brand interview, Evs told the deputies that the security guard had started to talk to her, but she thought he was trying to holler at her. So she ran out the store mm-hmm. uh, as the affidavit claims. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Wonderful. Yeah. Not a real good defense. Not a real good no. defense there. Yeah. No. Yeah, She's not yeah, charged yeah, yeah. about it. No, I'm sure. And my I'm sure. my personal pin. All right. Listen, we're gonna put her face up on here like we do everybody. <laughs> Does doesn't do anything for me personally. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I get you. I get you. Uh, well, some classy women from uh down here in Marion County, Florida. Uh thanks so much, Jay, for what the F Florida women. And, what the uh, F Florida women. Man, some just a uh, high class. Some high-class women right there, huh, Jay? Listen, when they do it, they do it right, bro. Throw sausages <laughs> and such. <laughs> and just leave with merchandise. Fuck, just leave with merchandise. I mean, just walk out. Yeah. Oh, I thought he was trying to holler at me. I don't, yeah. I don't got time for that. No big deal. No big deal. Just go. All right. Well, Jay, thanks so much yeah. for What the F, Florida Woman. Uh, thanks so much for those two uh, great uh, pieces of work. Uh, but that uh, leads us into the main topic for tonight, which is the most wicked women in history. And we're going to be talking about two particularly uh, devious women uh, that uh, we're going to get into a little bit of what they've done in their time here on Earth. But uh, so uh, please don't go anywhere. Stick around. We'll be back with some more Dark Fringe Radio. All right, guys, welcome back to Dark Fringe Radio. Tonight we are going to be talking about the world's most wicked women. Jay? Uh, you 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 brought this. Uh, do you know who this person is? Question. My fault. And uh, I didn't know who the fuck she was. Excuse my language, but 
looked her up and she's a quite tasty lady here. So I was like, you know what, Jay, this would be a great premise for a podcast, you know, um, you know, finding some of these very, very wicked women in history and uh, talking about, you know, a little bit about their lives and what made them so prolific and uh, notorious for being uh, so wicked and, and uh, you know, just uh, evil evil <laughs> yeah yeah evil that's a evil? that's a that's a good word for this right here yeah evil. yeah yeah this i mean no no matter how you slice it no no you don't uh, no. this woman that uh, these women are evil uh yes. and and uh this one i came across uh, i was listening to um i listened to a podcast uh mm-hmm. actually listened to a bunch of podcasts done by one particular presenter mm-hmm. uh and I was. I'm not really usually the big a big fan of all the true crime stuff. I mean, we we do some stuff, and I find those things interesting. I like history stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but usually, I'm not the one suggesting these things. I usually no. suggest way more off the wall kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but I came across. I I was listening to a documentary about this person, and it the depth it goes. <laughs> the, the, it could be any one of di- a three different kind of a, a you know sentiments for like it's could be one of three reasons it's right, it's very right. convoluted she is uh a sensationalist she writes this diary i mean mm-hmm. it's an incredible story uh tragic story yeah um and, and of course truly, Jay- truly gross mm-hmm. oh yeah she, yeah yeah well, we're talking uh, tonight, first off, Jay, uh, Leonardo uh, Cianciuli, the cannibal of Correggio. And, sure, uh, Jay, that's how you say it. <laughs> that's my best, you know, yeah. attempt to, you know. Yeah, I, I pre-apologize. Uh, my last name may be Golosi, but I am not Italian. <laughs> I'm Czechoslovakian. So I'm going to do the best I can to not mangle this. There you go. There you go. Every which that's way good. possible. Well, Jay, uh, tell, so, tell us a little bit about Leonardo. Leonardo Con- uh Sianzuli was born April 18th, 1894, uh, in a, a small town uh, in what was still the kingdom of Italy. Uh, I mean, we're talking uh, still very um, magic, religion, pagan, Catholicism, all kind of mixed up uh, in this very interesting uh, at least as far as the peasants and the poor go, uh, they had a very interesting understanding of religion. Uh, and this woman would be really the antithesis of that, or at least so it seems on the surface, uh, which we'll get more into as we go. So Leonardo Tulli was born uh, in 1894, uh, and she was the product of a rape. Mm. Uh, she was she was what was in a old Catholic style house. Couldn't be aborted. The mother gave birth to her, but could not have cared for her any less. Uh, she actually would go on to talk about trying to commit suicide multiple times as a child, where one of the times her mother said, uh, I'm sad to see you still alive. Wow. Uh, that is going to set you up for some <laughs> messed up shit down the road. Oh, yeah. So as as she goes on a little bit, she ends up going to a fair as a young girl, mm-hmm. has her palm read. Palm reader tells her that she's going to have a lot of kids and they're all going to die. Oh. Well, lo and behold, sure enough, she ends up having 10 miscarriages. She has 
three wow. kids die while they're uh, young. She only ends up having four surviving children mm. um, during fascist times in Italy where they're trying to get constructed uh, mm-hmm. to go off and fight from uh, the Nazis in World War II. So she ends up becoming this very overprotective soothsayer of a woman in her uh, in her community after spending time in prison for being a fraudulent soothsayer. She ends up <laughs> conning some woman out of two months' rent. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. Donald lady on top of it, huh? Unbelievable. Uh, yeah. But she goes from ending up just being a con artist and a fraud. She ends up committing three just tremendous murders mm. and the aftermath from these murders is really what's what's interesting mm-hmm. uh but then as you fast forward as she ends up in prison and in prison in a time in a way that they normally wouldn't do they ended up help, hold, upholding her they didn't allow her to say she was insane when she tried to complete mm-hmm. they made her she did some time in the insane asylum but she ended up spending uh three lifetime sentences and dying in prison in 1970. Uh, And in that time, she wrote a 700 page memoir where she detailed all three of these murders uh, and kind of how her mother set her up for this, how her, her loveless marriage drove her to being promiscuous, which led her to being more into the mystic and occult and setting her up to being just a horrendous serial killer in wow. fascist wow. Italy. Wow. Yeah, that's that's really unheard of, especially during that time. You know what I mean? You know, they're just, I mean, just even to have a serial killer that's a woman is very rare on its own, right? I mean, I mean what do they say? I think like 20, 27% of all violent crimes are committed by women. The rest yeah. are all men. I mean, this is, right. you could look, you do, I mean, there are some. Clearly, there are some serial killers, but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. guys do tend to have that that market cornered. Yeah, for some for some reason, I guess we tend to be a little <laughs> more assholey. <laughs> yeah, that's, sure. that's what they kind of want to call it, right? 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 Yeah. yeah. So she had four children that survived. That you know, and do you know if any of those children are still alive to this day, or you know, was the you know the 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 bloodline carried on? You know, if, uh, if so. that I don't. Um, okay. But my guess is, and this was, so this is kind of part of the, some of the speculation mm-hmm. because she made in the trial, she made such a grandiose uh, act of what it was, including right. while on, while she was sitting on the stand uh, being examined by the prosecutors, uh, straighten the judge out on some of the information that was not like, not, I mean, we're talking true narcissism to the highest level but Mm. again we talk about how she's being super protective of her kids her oldest son Mm -hmm. had been really close to her uh was trying to avoid being conscripted into the army uh and also could have carried out some of these murders and she trying to protect him Mm -hmm. uh came up with all this because uh, it seems like everybody that had had anything to do with her disappeared as soon as she went to prison. Okay, so like, so a lot of the witnesses were being, you know, suspiciously just, you know, gone. <laughs> well, yeah. I there wasn't that was the thing. There wasn't a whole lot of witnesses. So here's okay. So here's what you have. You have this. You have uh, Italy just mm-hmm. on the borderline of fascism, mm-hmm. uh, right at World War Two. 
uh, her very first murder is actually of her neighbor. So mind Ooh. you, again, she tried to kill herself twice by hanging herself when she was a child. Uh, one time the rope broke. One time she was saved. That was when her mother said she was uh, unfortunate to see her alive. She also swallowed sticks and glass. Wow. To try to end her life early because her her mother literally hated her. Mm-hmm. So it gave her a very uh, loose moral compass. Mm-hmm. As she went on being a fraud, uh, she realized that she could just kind of con and sweet talk people. And she really liked being the center of attention. So as she moved to that small town uh, where she would end up being known as either the uh, cannibal or the soap maker of uh, Kogori. Mm. Mm. She kind of built this reputation and got used to being a, she had a furniture store and palm reading stand. <laughs> Do you need an ottoman and your palm read? Uh, your palm read, yeah. You never know. You know, never you know. Need that. You, I'll yeah. read, read your cards, tell your future, <laughs> and I will clean your couch. There you go. That's right. Need. That's right. Need. That's right. So, anyways, she gets used to, to being actually uh, known as kind of the witch of this area, and she gives out this advice, and she is uh, at, is really actually looked at as kind of this uh, this elder stateswoman of this small town. Mm-hmm. And people do go to her for medical advice, and she does give out their futures and reads their cards and their palms. Um, and as this war is getting closer, she's sitting having coffee with her neighbor. Uh, her neighbor's name was... Uh, Faustina Seti. Mm-hmm. Uh, as they were sitting there uh, having coffee, the old spinster, as they called the, the neighbor, uh, was talking about how she wasn't too worried about about the war. But why would she be worried about the war? She had money and had nothing to really worry about. Mm-hmm. Whereas our, not our heroine, but our, our main character here, yeah. Leonardo, mm-hmm. um, was very concerned and had started to really get into the occult and understanding how so how you could use human sacrifice to create anti-cursed mm-hmm. magic. So she mm-hmm. believed she was cursed because as she met her first husband, her mother cursed her because she did not want her marrying this man. She actually wanted her to marry one of her cousins. Oh, Lord. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Uh, That's not going to fuck you up at all. Right. No. No, mom. I don't want to marry my cousin. I want to marry this. The person that I love. (laughs) This. The the guy was a patent clerk. I mean, stable. Yeah. Yeah. A bit nerdy, but stable. Hey, yeah. So she wanted to marry this somewhat stable of a man. And uh, and mom's like, no, I curse you. And mind you, again, she believed that she was going to, she was told as a child that she was going to have all of her children die. Mm-hmm. And a lot of that came true. So she was willing at this point to do just about anything. Mm-hmm. So she picks up an ax mm. mm-hmm. and beheads her neighbor. Nice. Nice. Wow. She said about this murder, I threw the pieces into a pot, added seven kilos of caustic soda, which I had bought to make the soap. I had stirred the mixture in the pieces, dissolved it into a thick, dark mush, I poured that into several buckets and emptied it into a nearby septic tank. As for the blood in the basin, I waited until it coagulated, dried it in an oven, ground it, and mixed it into flour, sugar, chocolate, milk, and eggs. 
Oh with no! A bit of margarine because everything's better with a bit of margarine. Yeah. And after kneading all the ingredients together, I made lots of crunchy tea cakes. So proper. Crunchy tea wow. cakes and served them to the ladies who came to visit me and Giuseppe. What a bitch. What a bitch. Wow. Eek. Wow. Yeah, that's not the tea party I want to go to, Jay. She then stole all her money. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, no, that wasn't coming. Yeah. Yeah, why not? Because <clears throat> why not? Right. So, as we move on a little farther down the road, we find her second victim. Uh, her second victim actually uh, is a bit of an oddball. And this is where, where things are a little bit out of whack. With mm-hmm. uh, the first one, you have this big grand reason. She beheads her. Uh, the second one ends up being uh, just a poor school teacher. Hmm. Interesting. Um, and this murder wouldn't be anywhere near as uh, as violent. Uh, so with this one, she had actually persuaded her. She was she had gone in undercover. Uh, this woman was working uh, part. She was working as a school teacher, also working part time uh, as a bartender. She goes in undercover, pretends to be pregnant, gets the woman to go out drinking with her. She ends up poisoning uh, the wine. Mm. Uh, and after she had drugged her with the wine, she then chopped her body up into several pieces, uh, giving it the same treatment. Um, but this time, um, she turned her into uh, into tasty biscuits that she handed out to oh. neighborhood children. Oh, <laughs> oh man. I mean, shit, Jay, man. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what's what's up with the these. I don't know what these people that end up cooking other people and putting them in food and making. Yeah, food I, don't, people. I don't. I don't get that. I, I don't understand I don't get that, that at all. I don't get that. <laughs> I mean, I, okay. To be fair, right? To be fair, okay. I like to buy my meat mm-hmm. all pretty ground. I don't right. actually have to butcher any cows or pigs or anything yeah. like that. So I've seen anything, deer yeah. be. I've <laughs> seen some deer be grounded, dealt with. Yeah, from shot Order. to yeah, finish with the knife. Yeah, the gutting of yeah, and then the making jerky of the remnants. Uh, I go. watched that whole process. Uh, and I can tell you, I watched that whole process from the other <laughs> side of the room. Go in. Yeah, it's kind of harrowing. Yeah, it's yeah, it's it's weird when the the animal doesn't become the animal anymore. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Then yeah. it becomes then it becomes so, a piece of meat. <laughs> yeah, I'm probably not the best person to ask about this because I wouldn't be able to do any of this shit. Yeah, okay? yeah. This takes yeah. a level of cold heart that I just uh, I don't have it. I ain't got it. <laughs> you gotta eat, okay? Dan. Oh. If I had if I had to eat, okay, and I had mm-hmm. to do that to a deer or a cow or a pig or a duck, maybe, mm-hmm. you know, I could do that. those things. Yeah, yeah. But to my neighbor or just a poor old school teacher? Yeah, that's that's a whole other level. That's a whole right? other level. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Although at some point, don't you look at her who's pretending to be pregnant and go, why are you drinking being pregnant? I don't yeah. know. Yeah. I don't know. Wow. So this lady, I mean, she just seems like uh 
she really embedded herself in this community and was just running muck little by little. She's just gilly and gilly. Well, again, according to her 700 page diary that she wrote in prison, mm-hmm. it was all about protecting her kids. Majorly, this Giuseppe, who was her oldest child, mm-hmm. uh, and really her her shining star, the apple of her eye, and the, the absolute uh, center of her world. Gotcha. So she was willing to do anything for him, which is what kind of brings us to the third one. The final victim was a was a, a widow named Virginia Cap uh, Casapio Casapopo mm. <laughs> Those damn Hungarian names and <laughs> well, the, no, this one's super Italian. Virginia Casapio yeah. Casapo. Oh, okay, you think gotcha. my my. My siblings' right. names are Femiglietti. You would think yeah, I would yeah. be far better at this. My <laughs> wrestling coaches were named Marone. I've Marone been, yeah. I was around Italians my entire life. I tan like mm-hmm. I was Italian. Yeah. I, I can't for some reason. Anyways, uh, she was a widow and a former soprano. Uh, she oh, had been wow. known. She had been known in the area for being quite the lo- local celebrity for having a great voice, but she had fallen on some hard times and. As do does happen sometimes when you are you have talent, but part of it is also you look and you get a little older. Mm-hmm. She had started to kind of fall a little more aged, a little more wrinkled, a little less attractive. Uh, so she had fallen on hard times. And what mm-hmm. uh, what this woman did, what Leonardo did, was she told her that she could actually introduce her to a opera operator who might actually be able to marry her all she had to do was write a couple of postcards uh so she sets her up to take her wealth take her life for a minute man what an evil bitch and of course the woman never mm. suddenly vanishes and disappears uh again to follow the pattern she would end up being beheaded chopped up into small pieces and I quote, she ended up in the pot like the other two. Her flesh was fat and white. It oh. had melted and I added it to a bottle of cologne. And after a long time, I let the boil I let the boil and I was able to make the most acceptable creamy soaps. Oh, I gave the bars uh, I gave the bars to neighbors and acquaintances, and then I made cakes that were even better because that woman was really sweet. <laughs> oh, fucking like Hannibal Lecter here, uh, just you know, serving up soap and cake of people to people. Wow, soap and cake of people. Yeah, two people. <laughs> oh, two people. Two children. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two children. Two uh, to ward off bad curses from her children. Yeah, again, that's a, yeah the psychosis part of it, and the you know obviously then. You know, obviously, she did not grow up in a or, um, but again, you know, upbringing. But again, but again, mm-hmm. did she really do it, or is she just that much of a narcissist that when she realized that her oldest son, who mm-hmm. she would do anything to protect in the world, turned out to be a bit of a mentalist, which is why he ended up not getting conscripted to the army because he failed the mental attitude of it. Um, there you go. Yeah, maybe it could. Maybe it could have been. I mean, she could have been that much of a narcissist, like you said, Jay. You know, some people, 
when you go when it from comes being to told your entire childhood that you're a worthless piece of shit by your mother, exactly. yeah. who has said that you are a, the devil's mistake and nothing good will ever come of you, you are nothing but pure evil. That mm-hmm. was from her mother. I'm sorry yeah. to see you alive after she tried to kill herself. I mean, mm-hmm. and what but then watching her that? being a loving mother to the other children in the home. I mean, can you imagine the kind of so then you become the center of attention and everybody goes to you and you're the person they rely on and you feed on that that attention and, and it does it becomes a drug and you get addicted to it mm-hmm. and you get put in this position. So it's possible. Good. I dude. mean, yeah. Yeah. Wow. What a lady. At the end of the day, there. you have three three women who went missing, and there is a good possibility <laughs> they ended up in some tasty cakes, apparently. Oh Lord. Yeah. Oh, gross. Well, Jay, that's a great fucking just uh introduction into some of the wickedest women in history. I mean, geez, Jay, God, man. Right. You know, just it covered every aspect of, you know, just what evil embodies. And she just checks all the boxes there, Jay. Just. Well, <clears throat> just God awful. Wow. Ah. Well, listen, Jay, I have a lady here who could be her sister, I guess. <laughs> okay. Sister uh, from a different mister. Yeah, and about 300 years difference as well. Uh, but I want to bring up a lady by the name of Elizabeth Bathory. Uh, she was known as the most prolific female serial killer. Uh, so, Jay, a few women's crimes have been, re- you know, re- reverberated through history. Much of those is Countess Elizabeth Bathory. This lady, Jay, you know, her legend precedes her. Uh, I actually know this you, one. No, you know this one. So, I do know this one, okay. which is weird. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so for the ones that are unfamiliar with the name, uh, the chances are you've heard the stories about the legendary sadism that she basically, you know, was infatuated with Jay. Uh, perhaps you're aware of, you know, that she holds the most dubious honor of being the most prolific female murderer, as dictated by the Guinness Book of World Records. Or you may have, uh, you know, heard her mentioned by, you know, key influencers and in novels by a novel called Dracula. So uh, her, obviously, her exploits, even you know, um, it, it uh, had it left its imprint in the, you know, that novel of Dracula and. Whatever the case, the story of Countess Bathory is now, you know, beyond mythic. Um, it's near basically like almost like a fantastical fairy tale, Jay, that, you know, serves as a vessel for very, you know, almost every cautionary tale that you ever heard of about pure evil women and their soul-sucking vanities that we were just talking about with your lady there, Jay. <laughs> but Bathory was a vampire. She was a torturer. She was a creature uh, beyond human, you know, comprehension who bathed in the blood of innocence uh, to maintain her looks. I mean, now, I'm going to talk about some nasty stuff. I mean, yes, cooking up people is nasty. Mirror on the wall. I know, right? Is the fairest <laughs> of them all. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. That's a pretty she was taking, like, shit. Wasn't she taking, like, uh, virgin peasant girls from the nearby village? Oh, uh, I got a list here, Jay, of things that she's known for. Wait till I get to this list. But... Uh, let's go back to the, the, the beginning. Elizabeth Bassett was born in a family estate in Royal Hungary in uh, 1560. Uh, she was the daughter of Baron George Bathory and the Baroness of Anna Bathory. Uh, she was descended from multiple notable lineages, including the King of Poland and also the Prince of Transylvania. Ah, ah we know ah, about Transylvania, ah, right? Ah, ah. <laughs> Uh, her said bloodline was also of generational inbreeding. Here we go, Jay. This is what we were talking about before. Always with the inbreeding, man. Always with the inbreeding. You know? Stop you it. Know, <clears throat> her parents were of close relation, 
as that was often the case with such marriages at that time. Uh, it was thought that this may have been the source of several health problems that Elizabeth experienced as a child. She suffered from severe epileptic seizures uh, that led to an array of pseudo-quackery cures that inspired many of the most insidious stories about Bathory's vampire legend, of course, here, Jay. Uh, because little is known about Bathory's childhood, um, so little could be pro proven uh, with hard evidence. Um, so there's a lot of speculations of the origin of her evil. They don't really know where it all kind of, you know, manifested from. You know, we're talking about the, you know, 1560s. And a lot, you know, there was not a lot of you know, accounts and records kept during that time. But um, one favorite conspiracy um, where all this started from were that her seizures were treated by rubbing the blood of non-sufferers onto her lips using a piece of their skull, thus igniting her insatiable bloodthirst. Another theory uh, poised that she was trained by her family to be cool, taught witchcraft, and was exposed to satanic worship and rituals. Uh, there was also no evidence to support any of this, but we do know that she was raised in a um, time of luxury and she had wealth, her family had wealth. Uh, she did, you know, she was very privileged and she was not denied, you know, basically nothing, you know what I mean? So she, she, she had a pretty good upbringing as far as what she was, uh, you know, the, the resources that she had. But at the age of 10, Elizabeth was uh, betrothed by Fernick Nadasti, a nobleman and heir to one of the wealthiest dynasties in the region. Uh, although he was technically of lower social standing than his wife-to-be, uh, they were married and she was 15 as he was 19. Uh, Fernick took the surname Bathory as a wedding gift and uh, was his household uh castle that he you know lived in uh renamed it bathory castle so it was located lower end of the carpathian mountains go ahead jay how good was that vagina i been? know right <laughs> okay that's progressive for today i know that's for today right <laughs> how, how many guys you know take their wife's how many guys you know are okay the fact that their wife might not take their name much right. less flip that around we will kill my yours. house the house that my wife built. <laughs> we shall name my kingdom the kingdom of my wife. That's right. Whoa. That's right. Ow. She must have been yeah. fit. And then to know that she's like bathing in blood and stuff, be like, because you know that right. didn't start. You know, you know, oh, he knew that shit was happening. Uh, <laughs> you know? Well, you know. Uh, but nonetheless, Jay, uh, only after a few years after the wedding, uh, Farinick was uh, promoted to the chief commander of the Hungarian troops in that area and was sent to war against the Ottoman Empire. Uh, Elizabeth was left behind to manage the family estate and defend her husband's affairs and tend to the local people. Often her duties included providing medical care, again, another ding, 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 uh, advice to destitute citizens. Uh, she also uh, birthed at least five children, although some reports suggested that she had another one that died during and pregnancy. And then and ate them. Um, <laughs> uh, Faradick died on January 4th, 1604, at the age of 48, after 29 years of marriage to Bathory. By at this point, the allegations of his wife's atrocities had become a commonplace across the kingdom. Between 1602 and 1604, rumors about Bathory's crimes became impossible for the authorities to ignore. With uh, Lutheran ministers... Uh, made complaints against her both publicly and in the court in Vienna, but took it took until 1610 for King Matthias II to uh, assign two notaries to collect evidence on the myriad of charges made against her. Jay, so there's hundreds of testimonies here. Jay, this is actually something that's well documented. 
this portion of her life uh, because that's when I actually started to record all these things that supposedly she did. Um, right. And, um, you know, all these testimonies were collected and what revealed and stunned um, these people who collected this information. Girls as young as 10 were said to have been abducted by Bathory, which we alluded to earlier here, Jay, beaten severely and mutilated before freezing or starving to death. Some girls were allegedly burned with hot tongs. Others had, oh, here comes the tongs again. Others had parts of their faces bitten off. Uh, according to the surviving oh. testimonies, she and her closest servants' confidence did these following things. You ready for this list here, Jay? Let's talk about sure. this. This is the shit that keeps you up at night. Number one, kept their servants chained up every night so tight that their hands turned blue and they spurted blood. Oh. Beat them to a point where there was so much blood on the walls and the beds, they had to use ashes and cinders to soak it up. Oh. Beat a servant in Vienna so loudly that her neighbors, some monks, threw clay pots at the walls in protest. Strangled oh. a servant to death with a silk scarf, a oh. harem technique known as the Turkish way, and a euphemism of how I endured how to work into my daily life. Uh, that's great. Uh, she burned her servants with metal sticks, red hot keys and coins, ironed the soles of their feet, and stuck burning iron rods into their vaginas. There's a hot one for you. Uh, stabbed them, oh. pricked them in their mouths, in their fingernails with needles, and cut their hands, lips, and noses with scissors. Used needles, knives, candles, and her own freezing teeth to lacerate servants' genitals. Why? Stitched their lips together and tongues together. Made servants sit on uh, what is this? Stinging net, uh, nettles. Then bathed them with said stinging nettles during the bath. She pushed the nettles into their shoulders and breasts. Oh. Had them stand in tubs of water up to their necks outside until they died. Smeared a naked girl with honey and left her outside bitten by ants, wasps, bees, and flies. That's fucking wow. Jesus. <laughs> kept them from eating a week at a time and, they got, and if they got thirsty made them drink their own urine forced oh. them to cook and eat their own flesh usually from the buttocks and made sausages to serve it to guests heat up a cake of red hot heat up a cake oh. to red hot temperatures and made a servant eat it baked a magical poisonous cake to kill a rival magistrate George Thurzo who was also the guy who arrested her more on him later uh, cast the magic spell to summon a cloud filled with 90 cats to torment her enemies. That's kind of cool, though. I mean, if you could actually do that. Uh, had an ongoing affair with some guy named Ironhead Steve. That was true. Uh, stuffed five servants' corpses underneath a bed and continued to feed them as if they were still alive. Is that still wow. normal? Yeah. And last but not least, Jay, uh, buried them in gardens, grain pits, orchards, and occasionally cemeteries, sometimes with rights, sometimes without. So uh, the most common motif of, of course, Elizabeth Bathory's legend is she would bathe in the blood of the victims in a, a way to retain her beauty and youth. Um, you know, she she do endured a life of crimes, Jay. They say that she had murdered over, they estimate over 650 people. Um, yes. I mean, oh, God, there's, man. there's no other, yeah, there's no other just, like, words dead, for God, stuff like man. this, right? No. <clears throat> no. So, I, just, I mean, you, all right. It's like, I was actually listening to like a documentary about Jack Thorpe the other day. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and 
all of his mutilation came post-mortem. So he killed the person and then decided Sliders. to do all the mutilation. Right. Which, all right, that's it's awful. Up. It's right. gross. It's weird. But not like this. <laughs> but this is like torture, torture. This is like Saw-level torture. I mean, just... You, you're sticking hot pokers into their vaginas. I mean, that's not how that works. You're ripping out oh genitals with your teeth. God. Eating your own butt sausages. I mean, that's yeah. fucked up. <laughs> butt sausages. <laughs> you say it like that, it's so funny, Jay. But yeah, no, it's, it's have fucked an, up. I have an odd way of making terrible things sound funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, you can have some of the butt sausage left here? <laughs> Got some hey, butt sausage left here. want a little butt sausage? <laughs> No, no butts. No. Oh God, Jay. No. Yeah. No, well, she tastes like ass. It's okay. Literally. She ended up dying in the castle bathroom uh, at the age of fifty-four. She died in her sleep peacefully. Um, she was uh, she was actually on house arrest. So they had house arrest in sixteen fourteen. Believe it or not, Jay, and she was confined. I, well, I believe it. It's the sixteen hundreds, yeah. and you, she's got. She's got yeah. money and power and clout, and what are they going to do to her? So, they're like, listen, yeah, we can't let you out. <laughs> we can't let you out. We can't let right. you out. Right. But technically, we can't kill you. Either. So, right, right. Yeah. You just live in your room forever. forever. That's it. Don't go anywhere. Well, today, Jay, you can find Elizabeth Bathory's legend throughout, you know, modern pop culture. Uh, she's a favorite character in many vampire novels and even a primary villain in one of the official Dracula sequels written by Bram Stoker. Um, Bram Stoker, uh, the great grandnephew, she referenced in also in DC Comics, the Vampire Hunter D manga, uh, American Horror Story, and the Tekken games, believe it or not. And a lot of metal songs. Um, there's a devious charm to this myth of Bathory, Jay. You know, it's just a wicked temptress that had a real taste for torture. I mean, unbelievable, huh? Yeah, and not just, I mean, not just taste for it. She had a craving for it. And that's, I think, what, <laughs> what takes it to a whole other level. Like, yeah, yeah. She, and, and it's, it's like you talk about, there's always an escalation. It's always getting more and mm -hmm. more and more. Back mm -hmm. then, there really was no checks and balances for her. So there was no limitation. Right. As long as she had enough bodies and ideas, sky's the limit, right? Sky's the limit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was nobody knocking on their door back then. Jeez, Jay. Uh, well, I'm just glad that we live in this day and age now where, you know, majority of the kind of stuff can kind of be averted. But, you know, you still even have the stuff to this day, you know, got these crazy women that come out here and you know, end up killing, you know, five of their kids, you know, by drowning or something like that. Oh, and end up trying to kill themselves, you know, I've just some crazy things. Yeah. Yeah. You, you see it all the time in the news. I mean, you know, you see these people flip out, unfortunately. So, well, Jay, I think it's a good wrap up for, um, you know, the most wicked women in history. We'll say that's part one because there's plenty of other ones that we could talk about throughout history as well. Uh, but I think it's a good wrap up for tonight. Um, Jay, uh, can you just remind everybody where they can listen to um, our episodes and check us out? You can check us out directly at the source at darkfringeradio.com. That is where you can get all of our content. You'll get our videos, our episodes. You can go all the way back. You can listen to some of our oldest episodes and really hear how we have advanced, how we have grown, how we have evolved. Uh, over these great many years, over these couple yes. uh, 100 plus, 170 plus uh, episodes. 136 right now. That's crazy, man. Yeah, That's yeah. crazy. So go back, listen to all that. 
Check out some of our other content. We've got some cool other podcasts coming on. We've got a lot of great things on there. So go directly to darkfringeradio.com today and get yourself some info. There you go. Yeah, and make sure you check us out. If you're going to hear us audibly, uh, check us out exclusively on Spreaker. And, of course, if you want to see us, check us out on YouTube.com, just forward slash Dark Fridge Radio. Make sure you subscribe and like all our stuff there. And uh, that's it, Jay. Uh, We appreciate uh, you uh, being on the podcast and uh, talking about some of these uh, crazy-ass women. Um, Anything else before we say goodnight? Man, everybody, try to be nice to everybody. I I was, uh, I got to say... I was watching the most recent pay-per-view uh, for the fights and uh, Hamza Chamayev came out and, and I want to, I want to mirror what offering he said. Cakes? Huh? He was offering cakes. He was not offering cakes. He was not offering cakes. Uh, what he was doing was <laughs> crying in the octagon, begging yeah. everybody to stop fighting and killing one another. He said, yeah. Oh, yeah. Jew, Muslim, Christian, Catholic, white, black, gay, straight, doesn't matter. Yeah. Everybody yeah. love everybody. Let's try to save this planet that we got on. He's I, he's got a kid now, and I think now he gets it. That uh, so it was a really touching moment to t- have somebody who's known to be this marauder, this this headhunter, this killer, uh, literally sitting in the octagon after winning a fight and say, crying, saying, "Can we just stop hating everybody and just allow everybody to live?" Yeah, live in peace. Uh, yeah, and no, that's absolutely. I think that's the sentiment I want to go with is. Just be respectful of whatever anybody else wants. There's no need to hate on anybody. Let them do their own thing. As long as mm-hmm. it doesn't really affect you, you can let mm-hmm. it go. Take the high road. Be the better person. Uh, yeah. And if you really can, reach out and help someone. Reach out and help someone. Do it. That's uh, right. Everybody yeah. needs. Everybody needs help. Yep. Yep. As much as you may not think, you may not know what that person's going on. You know, in their life. You know, you don't know what they're dealing with in their daily life. So. Um, yeah, Jake, great, uh, great words. Yeah, I saw that too. He had a you know great uh, speech there. Thought it was absolutely wonderful, uh, very emotional, and uh, he was absolutely right. So, uh, Jay, thanks so much for uh, joining us this week for Dark Fringe Radio. Thank you guys for checking us out again this week on Dark Fringe Radio episode one thirty six. We got we'll what we'll see you guys again next week, right, Jay? Next week. That's right. So enjoy, and we'll see you on the flip side of Dark Fringe Radio. <laughs>